Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your children, and your partner. We are going to give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. This is Felicia Allen. I am a social media marketer, writer, and a mom to three boys, ages four, two, and one. And I'm Tara Lynn Griffin, an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four kids, ages 10, eight, five, and two. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you, our awesome listeners. Let's find the magic together. So Felicia and I have decided to switch things up a little bit. And instead of having to do a face palm or a high five, depending on whose week it is, (laughs) we decided we're in charge so we can just do whatever we want. (laughs) So we're going to try out just it's whatever we have in our lives. The, for that week. So for this week, mine is actually going to be a high five, and it's for my two-year-old and swimming lessons. So we did swimming lessons last week, and it was five days of 20-minute one-on-one swimming lessons at this awesome, awesome place. And the first two and a half days, he was sad the whole time. Like, he literally just cried the whole time. <laughs> and it was a good example, like it was a good time for me to practice my just, you know, respectful parenting of explaining to him and then just being unruffled about whatever, how he, however he wants to react is fine. But then it was so amazing because the third time in, and what I'm saying, anyway, the third time in, he just stopped crying and turned into like a fish. It was amazing. <laughs> he That's like, so even, cause we swim, you know, with, we swim with Felicia and her kids and like, have you noticed? I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. He'll, like, full-blown, I mean, he's back-floating great and swimming awesome. Like, I'm talking, like, total transformation in his swimming abilities. But mainly, he overcame and he did it. But also, the high-five goes to these swim teachers, guys. They don't have kids. I even asked his teacher. I'm like, do you have kids? Yeah, I don't even think he's married yet. And he's like, no. But seriously, they're, like, Janet Lansbury-ing. I'm going to make that into a verb. <laughs> it's amazing. Felicia's so kids true. took it the same place. They literally like calmly explain what they're going to do and then regardless of the kids emotional response Mm -hmm. they just then do it Mm -hmm. and then but like totally like there's no impatience there's no but there's also like clear limits of no you're not going to get out of the pool like you want to yep yep we're still going to teach you these things in a very calm way like i'm serious they were like blowing my mind respectful parenting by like 20 year olds guys seriously they are amazing it was i want to be like Whoever's training you is doing an awesome job. Because it wasn't just teaching swimming. It was total, like, respectful boundaries and parenting. It's so true. And being unruffled. So high five to my son and high five to, like, awesome rocking swim teachers. I love that. Dig it. Okay, so my high five, also have a high five this week. Double high five. High five. um, Is letting my kids get really bored and... Um, specifically Cohen, he was kind of, yesterday he was like, the kind of, he doesn't say bored, because I don't know, he's too little, he doesn't even know that, he's never said that I'm bored, <laughs> he doesn't know that yet, but you can tell, <laughs> he's kind of like, rustling around the house, like, wanting something to do, but, <clears throat> can't find anything, wanting me to play with him, but, so this was during quiet time, and so, during quiet time, I do my own thing, and you do your own thing, <laughs> That's the mantra of quiet time. And so he's kind of frustrated. And then Len woke up, my three-year-old, and they were kind of like butting heads. Um, 
And you could tell Cohen was, like, working through this, like, really, I'm bored. I want somebody to play with. I want it to be easy. I'm kind of, like, eh, bugged. And then um, I saw it, like, reach a peak. And then all of a sudden his brain switched. And he just started coming up with this, like, elaborate, imaginative play for, I don't even know what they were doing, thing. But it was really cool to see... um, Whose quote is boredom is the precursor to creativity? I can't remember mm. who. I don't know who said that. It's John Kabat-Zinn who says the, when you pay attention to boredom, it becomes unbelievably interesting, mm-hmm. which is similar, but I don't know yeah. who said that first quote. So that idea, I like saw that switch in him and it was just really cool. And then they just played forever. So sometimes you have to do get uncomfortable with, I feel like as parents, we just want to then entertain them to keep them occupied because it's uncomfortable when they're feeling bored. But it was cool to see that. So mm. just, that's high five. I love that. And leaning, leaning into it, leaning, leaning into the into discomfort the boredom. Of Yeah. So today we're going to talk about, um, the four types, four parenting types. Um, just break them down and we're going to do a focus on authoritative parenting, which it has been shown through research to be the most successful Um, parenting style for positive outcomes in kids. So the four types of parenting are authoritarian, authoritative, permissive, and uninvolved or neglectful. And these types of parenting have been around since the 60s, and a lot of people refer to them in psychology. We were introduced to them with in the book How to Raise an Adult, which we've referred to a lot by Julie Lefcott-Hames. Yeah, and she has an awesome breakdown in that book of the four types, and she goes into a lot of different stories that are really good, but we're going to summarize it for you. So um, authoritarian parenting are, authoritarian parents are very strict, controlling. Um, We've all seen this where uh, the parents are, really ruling the a strong sense of need for obedience. So clearly stated rules, which is good to have the rules and the boundaries, but then no, so very demanding, but then no response. So no warm like feedback if there are mistakes. Um, just it, it more goes into just like punitive punishments and stuff like that. Is that redundant? Um <laughs> So the it, researchers show that children of authoritarian parents tend to be timid, have lower self-esteem, um, lack spontaneity, and it's, it's kind of, like, to me, it's ruling out of fear mm-hmm. and yes. control. Yes. So their strengths are they're good at limits. Mm-hmm. Their weaknesses is they're not responsive no or, warm. or yeah. unconditionally loving. Right. So the second type of parenting, which is according to research, the best kind of parenting Mm -hmm. is authoritative. So authoritarian was the first. When I first read this, I was like, wait, these are so close in words. Authoritarian, think like dictator. Authoritative is a balance. Mm -hmm. So an authoritative parent still sets clear boundaries and limits. It isn't that they just let those go. And they are good at enforcing and being consistent with their discipline. However, they're also responsive. So responsive means that you're able to see your children's emotions and validate them and also show warmth Mm -hmm. as you're doing that. 
-hmm. which is you're bringing in the concept of unconditional love there, right? Yeah. Um, So you're going to have a lot less of the punitive punishments and more respectful boundary setting with an authoritative parent. And they still have things like chores and that kind of stuff, and they help foster independence. But um, what they found, and this is through like a lot of research, that children of authoritative parents become more competent adults. Comparing to, obviously we'll compare them to all the different styles, but comparing specifically to the authoritarian parenting, who kids with authoritarian parents oftentimes have a difficulty being independent because they rely so much on specific instruction. You know what right. I mean? There's no expression. Exactly. It's so just, authoritative are holding this boundary of, so you need to get dressed in the morning, and then you choose how you do that to get there. Where authoritative is like, you will wear the crisp jeans with the white shirt. Except for flipped. Sorry. <laughs> Authority, yeah. Authoritarian <laughs> is the, you will wear yeah, the white you'll shirt. You will wear exactly jeans, this. Yeah. And it's going to be perfect. And yep. authoritative is the, you give them some independence. So <laughs> yeah. same, exactly what Felicia said, but just switch the titles. <laughs> They're so close. They're the same. I like to think of authoritative. I like to think of author. Like the author of... They're, so you're like, you know, you're giving them these ideas and this script for moving forward, but then they're, they're the author of their life. You're kind of helping them. Mm-hmm. Authoritarian reminds me of like a dictator. like yeah. Totalitarian. Maybe yeah. that's how I can remember. Yeah. Authoritarian, totalitarian, <laughs> very strict, controlling. Very strict. Yes. Authoritative. <clears throat> you're helping them be the author of their lives. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the next type is permissive and... Um, when we look back through parenting styles over, like, generations, um, you know, it kind of goes, it ebbs and flows through, like, more permissive, maybe and sometimes, like, negligent to more strict and controlling, da 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 um, Our generation is tending to show, like, more permissive parenting styles. So a lot of time permissive parents are very warm and accepting and loving, but without boundaries and limits or really demands. So I think of this as um, the child-centered home. So like Mm. the child king. Yes, yes, yes. You're putting very lenient, you're avoiding confrontation, which it feels like you're being more loving, but we know that like avoiding the confrontation and um, being lenient on things that you feel should be different you're going to build up that, like, subconscious, like, <laughs> I'm annoyed with my kids, but they don't even know, so it's not transparent. Mm-hmm. But then also, um, they're not learning, so they're just mm-hmm. kind of doing whatever the heck they want. And kids feel out of control when there's no boundaries. Exactly. Because kids aren't, yeah, <laughs> they're not able yet to be yeah. the kings of their own lives. Yep. And when she says our generation, generational psychology, I think is fascinating, and our generation, when she says that, we're millennials. Yes. So, yeah. The generation above us is Generation X, but our parents are baby... Most of our... As millennials, most of our parents are baby boomers. And so, anyway. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then, the last one would be uninvolved or negligent parents. So, demand almost nothing, and they give almost nothing in return. So, it's pretty much just like the kid's pretty much the parent. Mm-hmm. So, I like to think of these in that way. So you have two um, indicators. So you have 
demand, like, uh, limits and boundaries, and then responsiveness to the child, which is, like, warm connection. Authoritarian, high demands, high, like, limits and rules, low warm response. Authoritative, high in both. Limits and boundaries, they know the values of the home, we have these intentions, and we're also really warm and responsive about their feelings about them, their results of whatever they do. Permissive, high response, very like warm and almost like coddling-ish. That's what I think of. Low demand um, and rules. And then uninvolved, low in both. Mm-hmm. So, so you can kind of picture it in like a square. That was like a perfect yeah. summary. Yeah, like a grid. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're just going to give an example of how the parenting styles kind of work in practice. So this is just an example that we heard that I think breaks it down really good. So say... Your teenager wants to go with a bunch of friends to an outing in Mexico. And you might think there might be partying, drinking, yada, yada. So an authoritarian parent probably would say something like... Well, and and keep in mind, if we're talking about... We're talking about underage drinking here. Right. Which is illegal. So this isn't even like a letting them use their agency (laughs) situation. This is like a... Right. Clearly, it's illegal. So if you're worried about the kind of thing... If you're an authoritarian parent, which is, again, high limits, low responsiveness, mm-hmm. you'd say something like, no way, and if you ever go down, you are in huge trouble. You know, mm-hmm. I'll ground you for a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not talk about it. No discussion. Mm-hmm. No. Um, an authoritative parent could say something like, I don't feel comfortable with that. Because that, that, to me, would feel like a Healthy really limit. strong principled boundary. Mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable with about that however let's you know i'm happy to go down with you and see sometime you know like mm-hmm. maybe hey let's go to let's go there on a vacation mm-hmm. and let's check it out and if we both feel comfortable about it then let's talk about mm-hmm. it but being so it's giving them a say but still standing by your principled boundaries mm-hmm. yep and then, so a permissive parent might say something like, sure, go have fun. <laughs> Good luck. Careful. <laughs> and then uninvolved parent may not even know that they're going or just whatever. Not even care. So both, no, no response, no demand. Okay, so those are just some examples of the parenting types. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back um, and kind of explain why the authoritative parenting style is... Um, important. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's talk about for a minute just some cool stats that will help motivate us to want to be authoritative parents. And as you guys say this, Felicia and I talked a lot as we were preparing this episode. We want this to be empowering and not overwhelming. So really, being an authoritative 
authoritative parent is kind of the stuff we've been talking about all along, but sometimes it's good to have a different perspective looking at it mm-hmm. and different definitions that help um, give us more understanding. Yeah, because I like to look at it with um, contrasted against authoritarian and permissive, and it's really trying to find that balance in between because mm-hmm. I think we all on different parts of our parenting swing yes. really strict to like really hands off Yes, and how we can meet somewhere in the middle. Um, and so our kids are like, my, like my mom is even keel. Like <laughs> I know what she, I'm not going to like push her button and swing her over here or, or sway her this way. Like I like to look at it as like being a strong leader, mm-hmm. a strong, warm leader. Mm-hmm. in the home so yes which if you think about in the workplace in any situation that is what a true. good a good leader is this yeah authoritative. It's true. yeah nobody likes an authoritarian dictator boss totally and we've all i have actually i've had bosses where when they're permissive and yeah. you don't even know what's you don't expected know and you're like exactly how can i even do my job if i don't even know what my job is mm-hmm. like we all have that so really this is just good leadership styles yep so i like to picture it yeah we're just trying to give you tools so you can see yourself on this um spectrum mm-hmm. really to see where you're at and as we're all trying to shoot for that authoritative style. So here's some just stats to motivate you. Um, The National Center on Addiction and Substance Abuse evaluated parents in a study of 1,000 teens, and they found that teens who had healthy limits, parents who were involved and set healthy limits, had parent, and they ended up being only... 25% 25% risk for drug abuse as teenagers. Okay. So 25% is still obviously higher than any of us would want, but less than the next stat. <laughs> and the next stat is when you have totally hands-off parenting with no healthy limits and involvement, there is a 47% chance of teens having um, risk for drug abuse. So that's a huge deal. And also mm-hmm. in that same study talked about their relationship with parents and households in the, that first group who set healthy limits and were involved had 57% of good relationship with their parents. They had actually, they have a split into fathers and mothers, but mm-hmm. um, in contrast, only 13% of teens with totally hands-off parents who don't set those healthy limits and aren't involved, um, they had way less. So 13% of teens in that group had an excellent relationship with their fathers and only 20% had a good relationship, 24% good relationship with their mothers. And maybe that is worth, I was actually just lumping them together, but it probably is worth in that first group with the involved parents, um, 47% had a good relationship with their fathers and 57 had an excellent relationship with their mothers, which I think is interesting that in both situations, the relationship with their fathers was actually less than with their mothers, but still, they both went down significantly mm-hmm. when you have mm-hmm. totally no limits and not involved. And that's probably like a nod to, because tradi- traditionally kids are probably around their mom more. So even though their moms were maybe hands off, just a little bit of connection took that mm-hmm. relationship up mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I think that's like the key to it is the connection. So um, there's some troubling things about the different so traditionally authoritarian parents um kids of traditionally authoritarian parents may um do well in school and not be like the trouble kid Mm 
but they tend to have poor social skills and lower self-esteem, higher levels of depression, um, may grow up to be anxious, and that all totally makes sense. So you have these high, high expectations, and no matter what you do, you're not receiving that warmth and connection back. So, like, mm-hmm. of course, low self-esteem, anxiety over, like, am I doing anything right? Like, does anybody love me? Like, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have to look very far to see in adults, kids who have that, that kind of a parent mm-hmm. who it's like, I may be really successful on the outside, but I have this like void on the inside because my parent never actually gave Validated. me the love, which is right. what I actually needed on the inside. Right. But I know how to, I know how to jump through hoops, mm-hmm. you know, I know yeah. how to like make steps to be successful, yep. but I'm still have this, you know, lack on the inside totally, um, and lack of self-confidence in general. So that's the first kind of parenting that we're trying to avoid. The second kind of parenting that we're trying to avoid is being permissive parent. And this, this kind of parent tends to create children who feel entitled because when you're permissive and you just let your kids do whatever you want with no boundaries, being entitled specifically with material goods, mm-hmm. the research has found. And the downs, the, this is a huge downside to permissive parenting that if you're permissive with your kids, when they're young, they have found that then when your kids become teenagers and they start actually having activities that even really permissive parents probably do not approve of, mm-hmm. like really high-risk behaviors when you're sexually, little, it's like, I want five cookies. Okay, just give them five yeah. cookies. But then when it turns <laughs> into like sleeping around, it's a different story. Yeah. yeah, so then when you're doing those high-risk behaviors, then a lot of permissive parents are like, wait, hold on, I'm not okay with this anymore. Mm-hmm. And... It actually oftentimes turns out that then it turns into this power, like this control issue. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids who are raised in permissive households then actually totally rebel, yeah. which leads to them doing more of those high risk, dangerous behaviors like unsafe sex and substance abuse. And so that's a huge downside. It does say that they do have higher self-esteem. Oftentimes they're better social skills and they do have less depression than authoritarian children. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. So those are, so each of these parenting styles has its pros and cons. Yeah, they totally. may have issues <clears throat> with behavior and discipline and that kind of thing, but they're going to have better self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So again, each, it shows that like they're, that's why the authoritative is going to be the best. Cause we're going to show the you why balance. the balance is the best. Totally. And, um, uninvolved, negligent. I don't think if you're listening to this podcast or any of those things, <laughs> I don't need to cover that one yeah, too much. I think, but I think that goes without even explanation. If you're just neglecting your kid, all the things are not going to be that great. <laughs> you're probably going to have high chances of the bad side of authoritarian and the bad side of permissive. You're probably going to have low self-esteem and high-risk behavior. Exactly. Your chances are going up. Obviously. Yeah. These are just generalizations. Statistics. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. So, um... When it comes to, so the permissive parenting, it makes me think of, and I feel like when it says like, our generation is leaning towards this, um, the, my, like almost like mom and dad are my friend and really the authoritative, what I love about the authoritative parenting is it's us being parents. Like if you just boil it down, parents should teach and lead and love unconditionally love their kids so sometimes it's overwhelming to hear like oh my gosh an authoritarian authoritative what was even the word and permissive and oh send me the link because i don't even get what's going on (laughs) 
but um, I, I just loved this breakdown of the parenting styles because I feel like it puts it out there so clearly and you can really see how and you can go back to our past episodes because we have episodes on both of these things. If you set clear limits and boundaries and this is, it's shown that, uh, studies have shown that from preschool age all the way through early adulthood, authoritative parenting Um, if you use authoritative parenting style, your kids will be at an advantage. So this is all the way down to limits and boundaries, like no bedtime is at 8.30, so we're not reading another book, just like little, little kids. Um, But, you know, I love you, whatever it is, like you're still having that strong connection. So limits and boundaries, which we have an earlier episode on. And then unconditional love, which we also have an earlier episode on. I think it all boils down to the connection and um, the respect that you're giving to your kids. Those two things. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the concept of being friends, Felicia and I actually talk about this a lot because sometimes I'll hear parents say, well, I just want to be my kid's friend. And then mm-hmm. I hear other parents be like, I am not my kid's yeah. friend ever. <laughs> of course I'm not. Why would I be their friend? I'm their parent. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it. I actually have a hard time with the concept in general because I feel like, of course, we're their parents. So we do set their boundaries and sometimes they're not happy with us. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, yeah, we're not like their buddy old pal or friend. Yeah. And yet at the same time, in a good positive relationship, you're going to enjoy spending time with each other yeah. and you're going to share things with each other. Hopefully your kids, you know, like I love, like I love when my daughter shares things with me as though I am her friend. Mm-hmm. So I think the parenting relationship is a unique situation where we have the opportunity to have a really quality friendship relationship that is, but has a lot more. Yeah, has more the depth. parenting a layer over it as well. Totally. So you have a, you know, you enjoy being with them. You share things with each other, as friends. Although it's more them sharing with you because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't put them things that I put on my friends because mm-hmm. it's not age appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> it's really more just a one way. Yeah, one way friendship. <laughs> and, and then in turn, you're actually setting limits for them with friends. Friends don't do that. So, exactly. You know what I mean? I like to think of it as more than friends. Yes. Yeah. Cohen it, always says to me, well, you're not my best friend anymore <laughs> when he's mad. And I'll say, I'm your mom. That's better. <laughs> better I love like, that. Like, I like to think, like, being yes. your parent is better than being your friend because there's so much more. Yes. And there is more to it. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you don't like being with each other. Exactly. You know I, mean? I think some yeah. parents take that concept and they, like, take it to, like, no, We're not friends. Yeah. We can just, you can... I don't care if we even like each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Anyway. Yep, I love So if it. you want to review any of those things, listen to our past episodes of Limits and Boundaries and Unconditional Love, and it'll help you feel how to find that balance between really a dictator and somebody who just lets their kids walk all over them. Because <laughs> yes. there is a nice balance there. And I think it's a place where kids feel safer mm-hmm. and parents feel safer. Mm-hmm. And so we can enjoy them more. Our Try This or Not is just think about where you are on that spectrum. Do you think you just set rules, but don't offer very much unconditional love and not very maybe emotionally responsive or veering to, again, with you listeners, we're not even going to the uninvolved Mm -hmm. or do you feel like you just kind of let your kids do anything Mm -hmm. they want and don't set any limits and they feel out of control and you feel out of control. Mm -hmm. Because if you're feeling like you're on either side of the spectrum, then there's an invitation there, right? To like, how can you find the boundaries for you? And again, those two podcasts of ours will hopefully help you. Let us know how it goes. Perfect. Let's find the magic. <coughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> Brown cows. <laughs>